0: podcast you've been looking for all along step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world welcome to no tracers what's up guys welcome to no tracers and this week on the podcast i am actually speaking with two different people we have abandoned beauties by hhp and we have Save the decay here on the podcast and they are running a fundraiser right now. And I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let them talk about it. But first, can you guys just kind of introduce yourselves and explain, like, how you got into urban exploring quickly? And then we'll go from there. So, uh, Holly, if you want to go first.
1: I'm so glad to be back. I did not anticipate I be, would be back talking about this fundraiser. It happened to come to fruition right after I was on your show. So I wish I had had the opportunity to talk about it when I, when I was on your show. Such an amazing opportunity. So thank you for that. I am an urban explorer photographer. I met Dee uh, from Save the Decay and she runs the page of Save the Decay, which is a hub on Instagram. She does not reside in the same country as me, but we got talking over a mutual location, we decided to start a fundraiser to try to save the decay. Really, that's what this came down to, and I'm really hoping that people will be out there and be willing to help us. I, I just one of the reasons why I love abandonment is in hope. Always, always have the hope that places will get preserved, that pa- places will get saved, and the chance of that is always very slim. So, if we can have any type of hand in that. I, I want to have a hand in that. I think it's really important.
0: Absolutely. And Dee, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everyone how you got into exploring and uh, how long you've been doing it for.
2: So I kind of fell into exploring just by chance. Um, I was on a girl's trip and I thought, oh, wow, I heard there's an abandoned psych hospital around here. We should go check it out. Of course, the rest of my friends were thinking I was crazy. Um but once I stepped inside and I started to see uh, the history that was left behind, the architecture, the stories, and it just it just totally took over for me. And I came home and probably spent the next two weeks just researching the building and the stories and the history of the location. So I kind of just fell into it. I'm I'm not um, a trained photographer. It's it's a hobby for me. But I find uh, for myself the researching of locations and the backstories um, just as enjoyable for me as actually taking the pictures. So kind of a little bit different that way um, because the pictures necessarily are not my um, my number one go-to thing when exploring. I really like to take my time taking in the place, and then. Through the community I met Holly, um, lovely Holly who's always been helpful to me and always been uh, a beautiful um, <laughs> person to network with really to be honest with you. She just has such a kind heart and we were speaking of this location and in a very strange way um, our worlds kind of just brought us both to speaking about that location at the right time and we started brainstorming, and over the over the phone, over um, text, we came up with a bunch of ideas as far as um, how we can assist in in this situation that we found this gentleman in, and we can maybe speak more about that.
0: Yeah, so definitely take me into like the story of this man that is living at this this abandoned place. Uh, it's a a rare thing to find other people in these abandoned places and when we do uh oftentimes they can be very menacing and scary but this gentleman has a very different story so if you guys want to dive into that a little bit that would be awesome
1: would you like me to go d or do yeah, you want go to? go ahead holly okay since i've met him in person and i've been one of two explorers that have met him i don't reside near this abandoned location. I do have a friend who I trust very much in the urban exploration community. He happens to live very close by, within, I believe, an hour of the location. I asked him about the location because it had a really amazing history. And I wasn't really sure if it was accessible or even what it was, or even if it was standing, because we can do all this research, but we don't know if Google maps or Google Earth is current because it's not. So I didn't even know if it was standing or what the situation was with it. I trusted him to go. When he got to the door, someone answered and it was a monk. It turns out that he's been residing in this abandoned place for, I believe, over 20 years or just about 20 years. He was more or less left there As the last resident to take care of it once it closed down, I guess is the best way to put it without giving away too much information. He was left there to keep the property intact as it went up for sale. Unfortunately, the sales never went through and he still resided there. He was getting some money to take care of the property, but unfortunately, the money has been cut off and he now resides in there with. No plumbing, um, no heat, and he doesn't know anything other than taking care of this place. It has been his life for the past 20 plus years. He is older. I would say, I don't know his age. I'm going to guesstimate over 70 years old. He lives in there by himself with a propane heater in one small room, and this is a huge, huge place, so I can, again, guesstimate. I've been inside. I don't know the exact number. I would say about over about 30 plus rooms inside. So he lives in one room pretty much by himself. He's just a really kind hearted person. Of course, there's a part of him that he's, he considers this his home. He's lived other places. He's actually from another country. He doesn't know anything else than being there alone. And as I've gotten to know him and as my friend has gotten to meet him numerous times, been very lucky where my friend has gone to visit him almost on a monthly basis for the past six months. We've found out more to the point where his money has been cut off and he's tried to get money, I believe, through the state and he's tried to get aid and he's been denied. So he's not even able to really feed himself at this point, much less take care of the place. So we're hoping to help him get a working bathroom so he can function inside and feed him as well. Wow. That's absolutely incredible that you have built the, that you guys
0: have built this connection with this man over uh, an extended amount of time and kind of grown to know his story and the fact that he chooses one room out of this whole place. Like one of my questions I always ask on the podcast is if you could live in one place for a week that's abandoned, which one would it be? And it it turns out that some people do live in these places long term. I mean, 20 plus years is a long time to live in one single place. And so uh, Dee, do you wanna talk about um, how you guys came up with the idea of doing a GoFundMe for him?
2: Well, I think um, if I can just add on to what Holly said that I think is really important to really make clear to people is we're not talking about a squatter or someone who's homeless who's just residing in an abandoned building. We're talking about a a historic building that has such an extreme amount of historic detail and historic memorabilia and things pertaining to all different things that occurred in history without giving too much away, that he's not only just caretaking a small room for himself, he has, he has literally taken on maintaining this building, which at one point in time probably would have had 30 or 40 caretakers. He, you know, maintaining the gardens, maintaining, you know, any problems within the building that he saw. He really has a love and passion for this building, and it is his home, but it's more than his home. He understands the historic aspects of it, and he's trying to keep those in check and keep those from decaying, so that where wherever the building ends up, they have everything that they need, and I think um that's really important, and that's where it touched me because he isn't just someone that's sitting there cutting the grass once a week. This is much, much more than that. He's a historian um of sorts, he really is preserving history, and I think that that is um. It's something we, as a community, need to acknowledge with him. With a little bit of help, I know Holly spoke to um, spoke to the plumbing situation and um, a few other things. But we really just thought, what is what is the easiest way that we could um, help this gentleman out? And we've had um, not myself, but Holly has had many conversations specifically with him in regards to what help he's willing to accept. Um, He's a monk and he is, um, he's taken, you know, oaths of um, living a simple life. And I think that there's a lot of merit to that, especially in these days. And um, I don't think to begin with, he was really open to just cash, um, you know, donations to him, specifically cash. But I do know that he is willing, after speaking with him, that he is willing to be open to some help and assistance. So that could be in the form of us hiring a plumber to assist him with his plumbing situation or, um, you know, providing him um, some um, gift cards for a local supermarket or looking at his heating situation, just dependent on how much money we raise um he's not willing to take cash he's just willing to take help and holly has a great um a great story about what he has said as far as his church services go because he's been maintaining a service every week regardless of who if anyone attends or if if no one attends and um holly every I don't day, know if do you want to speak every day to that
1: yeah, around every day, I think around five o'clock, I believe he said at five o'clock every day, he holds a service in the chapel. There's a chapel inside. <laughs> he has a service in the chapel every day and he's opened up that service to the neighbors. So sometimes once in a while, the neighbors will join him. But again, this lo- this location where he lives is not heated. So when I was able to get in there, it was actually in February. It was 17 degrees inside there, and so it's 17, 17 degrees in that chapel. And he will still hold service, and he will still open up that service to the neighbors. The neighbors have tried to help him best they can, but it, it's difficult because you know not. We he he needs he needs a community of people, and they've done the best he can for him. But again, he you know he doesn't he he believes that every day that he prays at five o'clock that God will provide. And when we mentioned to him that we wanted to help him and told him how we wanted to help him, his response was, well, one of his responses was I prayed for this. You know, I knew that God would help me. I knew that, you know, I, it, he would provide. And he always has, and he's, he believes that. He believes that God has always provided and given him everything that he needs. And if we were here or not to help him, he would still believe that it would just be coming from somewhere else. He's just, yeah, he's and you know like it, it it's hard to again it, it there's so many people who live in abandoned buildings but there's there's no one like this man uh, when I was able to get inside as as a photographer and shoot in there a sequence of of shots I was freezing cold it, again 17 degrees I was in a skirt and <laughs> half with no shoes on And he kept walking into the room every half an hour offering me his coat because he knew I was cold and he only has one coat. So he was offering me his coat and um, he's trying to do the best he can to keep this place standing. So yeah, this is for him. And it's also for the location. Uh, I think it's just an opportunity to help in, in a way that urban explorers we, we want to always keep these places standing and keep them safe. And this is, I think, a perfect opportunity for that. Definitely.
0: So talk to me about uh, how you guys are getting the community involved. Obviously, you guys made a GoFundMe, but you're also offering uh, some other perks when it comes to those that make donations to this GoFundMe. So if you guys want to talk a little bit about that and how people can get involved, uh, whether they're in it for certain things or if they're in it to help the decay, Uh, just talk a little bit more about what you guys are are doing with the the GoFundMe and the community.
2: Well, our GoFundMe, um, we tried to get creative with how we did our GoFundMe because oftentimes just asking for donations doesn't always work. And we know in our community that people love being featured. Um, Save the Decay has been around for a number of years and has been increasingly growing. And, you know, those There's a lot of people out there as well as first time urban explorers that don't have the opportunity to be featured um, because they don't feel their work is uh, you know strong enough or they can't compete with other people in the um, Urbex community and their work. So we thought you know what what is a good way to do this and we are actually putting all of our features on hold for the month of August. Save the Decay. Instead of doing our daily features, we are um, opening up are features to people that make a donation to the GoFundMe page. And you can choose uh, to have one photo featured for a $10 donation, or three photos featured for a $20 donation. And where we wanted to make it fun is that um, a lot of times we do have, you know, Save the Decay and many other different hubs, feature hubs do have um, competitions of sorts between different photographers, um, based on how many likes are, are made on a post. So we thought, you know what, why don't we try to give back? So in a sense, we're raising money for this gentleman that uh, needs some assistance, but at the same time, uh, the people that donate and have their photos featured also have an opportunity to win some cash. So, That makes it um, a little more fun and it makes it, you know, a little more intriguing for a lot of people. And we hope that that'll bring um, more donations in. And um, so, yeah, what we're going to do is at the end of um, at 6 p.m. on the 6th of September, uh, all of our features that have run over the course of the charity will be looked at and whatever um, photo, has got the most likes will actually win 50% of the raised funds, which is going to be huge.
0: That's awesome. I think it's super cool as a way to get the community more involved and, and kind of incentivize them to get involved. Uh, and not only that, but I think, like I said earlier, like what you guys are doing for this gentleman, for this location is invaluable, you know, and I think people need to understand that. And I think uh, if you guys don't know of the, the uh, Instagrammer, he's also an urban explorer. He goes by after the final curtain. He actually photographs abandoned theaters and he helps them to get restored. So if you guys haven't spoken to him, I would highly recommend you reach out to him and I can connect you guys. And uh, maybe he can get involved in some way with like helping to keep this building restored. He knows a lot about how to do that and what that process is like. And he's actually helped me a lot uh, because I would love to, like, help restore some of these buildings that I've explored and some of these locations I've explored. So I would definitely uh, recommend you guys reach out to him as well. Um, So was there anything else you guys wanted to say about either the GoFundMe, the gentleman that lives there, the location or anything like that before we wrap up?
1: Well, I know there's a portion of the fundraiser as well for people who are not photographers and who don't want to be featured because you may want to donate and you may not have an image to put into the fundraising competition. And if that's the case, then we are also collecting donations. So we're looking for those two in a different form. If there's any... Photographer out there, and it doesn't have to be urban exploration photography. If there's any artist out there, we're looking to get small donations. It could be prints or books or whatever it is that you make to put together a raffle bag, more or less, or a swag bag, as Dee called it. And we will pull one one person randomly to win that swag bag. If they don't want to be put into the photography competition, so it, you can donate the ten dollars, and that will give you an entry into winning that swag bag. So it's good for people too to donate and they can still have the possibility of winning something.
2: Yep. And I think too, uh, one thing with a lot of fundraisers, if I can just add, a lot of time people are questionable, especially if, um, well, for an example, I'm in Canada and the fundraisers it, the fundraiser set in Canada and we have at Save the Decay, um, we have people that are viewing our account and um, you know, tagging our account from all over the world, and so I know that um, for us, transparency is is going to remain the main focus of this charity. Um, when all is said and done, we will be providing um, we will be providing uh, photographs of um, the money order going out to the um, going out to the winner. We will be providing whether it be pictures of the plumbing being completed or a plumbing bill, we will be completely transparent with every single dollar that comes into this uh, GoFundMe and this charity, because I think um, this could just be the beginning of something that our community might want to become more involved in more often with other projects. Uh, I do know there's artists out there that have taken on, you know, redoing, um, you know, doing an artistic piece where they have redone a room at a psychiatric hospital. I know there's been some fundraising for some other um, little local projects. And I love this idea of us kind of banishing the idea that we're just all hooligans and teenagers out to look to spray paint and break windows and demolish places, because as the three of us know, at least, and the majority of your, um, listeners is that the majority of urban, urban explorers are not into destroying anything. And, um, I just, I love the idea of us being able to give back. I think we have a real creative way to do that. And I think our community is amazing. And I I have yet to meet anyone in our community that hasn't been in love with a building. So, um, yeah, hopefully this can, this can turn into something else.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, for those of you listening, please get involved with this, this fundraiser, get involved with save the decay and, you know, help them, you know, help, help somebody else that really needs this and, you know, help this building out as well. If you guys care about, you know, restoring places and if you care about human beings, honestly, like, please get involved with this fundraiser, have some fun with it, share it on your social media, Uh, there's so many ways to get involved, even if you can't donate, at least give it a share on your story, on your Instagram, anywhere you can. And, uh, so I just made my own donation to the fundraiser. If that further incentivizes anybody to like get involved. And I would also like to donate one of the copies of my book, No Tracers and Urban Explorers Diary to your swag bag. If you guys would let me have the honor of doing that.
2: Fantastic. Thank you.
0: I hope you guys have so much success with this. I hope that this podcast helps get people involved and, you know, I just really appreciate you coming on here and, and sharing this story and just, you know, getting involved further in the community. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. Thank you guys for listening to this special episode of the no tracers podcast. If you guys would like to get involved, I've actually put the GoFundMe link down in the description. It will be one of the few links in the description this week. You'll see a, a link to save the decay Holly's photography page on Instagram as well as the GoFundMe and uh a link to my my page No Tracers and that's it no affiliate marketing no ads this episode this is all about helping out the community so if you guys want to get involved please reach out to them or you can donate directly to the GoFundMe thank you guys I'll talk to you next week stay strong keep enduring go out go explore something and remember leave no trace